Well, for some reason or another, the ADL is now interjecting itself into the Halloween debate. The Anti-Defamation League uh, is now wanting to make sure that we do not perpetuate gender norms. Really? Perpetuating gender norms uh, in our schools and on our streets for Halloween. Uh, the ADL suggests schools tell the students that there aren't any boys and girls costumes. So Superman can be a woman and Pocahontas can be a man. This is what the ADL is doing. Hmm. Why? Why? Well, I'll begin to explain it to you and give you its surefire cure in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Look, if you're li- living with pain, especially severe or constant pain, it sucks the life out of you. I've experienced it myself, and I can tell you uh, it is not a way you want to live. Pain is usually caused by inflammation in our body someplace, usually in our joints, and it'll hit you like a ton of bricks and turn everything you do into a massive chore. Don't despair. You can lead a normal life again. Try Relief Factor. When I started taking it, uh, my wife actually forced me to do it because I didn't think it would change anything. (laughs) After about three, four weeks of taking it, uh, I had to admit to her, yeah, okay, things have changed. But in my head, I thought, well, no, it's Relief Factor. That's not working. So I stopped taking it. And the pain came back. So I haven't done that little stupid experiment again. I take it three times a day, and I recommend you do the same. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. The three-week quick start trial pack is now $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. Wow, so costumes... Huh. Costumes uh, that are targeted to boys place heavy emphasis on superheroes and action figures. Uh, and uh, they convey the messages that boys should be scary and gruesome. Huh. Really? Because superheroes and action figures are gruesome. That is weird. Uh, but be careful of gender stereotypes. That's according to the ADL. Okay. Why are they doing that? Well, because the whole world is going to conform, the question is, will you? I want you to understand, history doesn't just repeat itself. History is repeating itself. And you are at the beginning now of something extraordinarily dangerous. And I will tell you that we will make the Germans look like rookies in the end if we allow this to happen. The whole world is on the edge. China is on the edge of economic disaster. If they go down, just the supply line problem that we have will be enough to knock us flat. And there will be somebody there who says, I can rebuild it 
better. I can build back better. This is the Biden-Harris administration this weekend on Friday. (laughs) If you really want to bury something, you release it on Friday afternoon. Last Friday, they talked about ESGs and the new banking system. This time, they issued the first ever national gender strategy to advance the full participation of all people, including women and girls in the United States and the world. Wow. Now, you would think they wouldn't want this buried, right? Why would you announce something the first ever national gender strategy? Now, it does include women and girls. I don't think we need to stereotype. Well, I mean, exactly how do you define women and girls? I'd like the, the Biden-Harris administration to answer that before we go on, but they won't. Here it is. President Biden and Vice President Harris believe that advancing gender equity and equality is fundamental to every individual's economic security safety health and ability to exercise their most basic rights it is also essential to economic growth and development democracy and political stability and to the security of nations across the globe ensuring that all people regardless of gender have the opportunity to realize their full potential is therefore both a moral and strategic imperative Wow, that sounds great, doesn't it? Yet no country in the world has achieved gender equality. And we are at an inflection point. Oh my gosh, build back better. The COVID-19 pandemic has fueled a health crisis, an economic crisis, and a caregiving crisis that have magnified the challenges that women and girls, especially women and girls of color, have long faced. You know, like being fired because... You won't take the vaccine, ladies. You lady nurses, you gotta go. It has exacerbated a shadow pandemic of gender-based violence in the United States and around the world. These overlapping crises have underscored that far too long the status quo have left too many people behind. The moment demands that we build back better. It requires that we acknowledge and address long-standing gender discrimination and the systematic barriers to full participation that have held back women and girls. It requires that we bring the talent and potential of all people to bear to face the challenges of our time. That's why the Biden-Harris administration established the White House Gender Policy Council, charged with leading the development of the first-ever national strategy on gender equity, which sets forth an aspirational vision and comprehensive agenda to advance gender equity and equality in domestic and foreign policy, and demonstrates that families, communities, and nations around the world stand to benefit. The strategy identifies 10 interconnected priorities. So, if you believe in protecting women... You have to believe in all of these things because they're all connected and they're all a priority. One, economic security. Two, gender-based violence. Three, health. Four, education. Five, justice and immigration. 
Six, human rights and equality under the law. Seven, security and humanitarian relief. Eight, climate change. Nine, science and technology. Ten, democracy, participation, and leadership. These priorities are all linked and must be tackled in concert. The strategy also adopts an intersectional approach that considers the barriers and challenges faced by those who experience intersecting and compounding forms of discrimination related to gender, race, and other factors, including sexual orientation, ethnicity, religion, disability, age, and socioeconomic status. This includes the addressing of discrimination and bias faced by black, Latino, indigenous, Native American people, Asian Americans, Native Hawaiians, Pacific Islanders, and other people of color. Do you see where we're headed here? Do you see where we're headed? Any protected group is going to now get um, special privileges under the economy to make sure that we are addressing, let's say, climate change in the Aleutians because the Aleutians have Pacific Islanders. And they've always been downtrod. So we need to really work on climate change there and maybe not so much in your white town. Let me tell you something. If you think that these people actually care, actually care about women, let me remind you of Loudoun County, Virginia, where they tore a father apart and made him look like a madman terrorist because he was trying to defend his daughter who was raped. And the reason why they didn't want to bring up the rape is because it's from a gender fluid individual that was wearing a skirt who is a boy who went into the girl's bathroom to rape her. They don't care about women. If they did, I didn't see any of them on the ground in Afghanistan. They don't care about people who are actually being persecuted because of their sexual orientation. How do I know that? I didn't see them on the ground saving homosexuals in Afghanistan or in Syria or in Iraq. We did. Where were you? They also want to build on the historic Affordable Care Act and continue to expand and improve health care globally. Defend the constitutional right to safe and legal abortion in the United States. And address the pernicious effects of health inequity, including by addressing the maternal mortality crisis in the United States. They've got all kinds of things here that are going to make sure that they have, through the American Rescue Plan and through ESGs and through the government and their public-private partnerships, 
public private partnerships to inform and educate and then make sure it's executed to inform our ongoing and future efforts to advance gender equity at home and abroad. The strategy calls for continued accountability, consultation and engagement as we work towards our collective vision for gender equity at home and abroad. Its implementation will guide strategic planning and budgeting policy and program development, measurement and data and management and training. We look forward to partnering with Congress, local, state, tribal, territorial government, civil society, the private sector, foreign governments and multilateral institutions to drive progress towards the objective outlined in this strategy. I didn't have enough time to go through all of the objectives in the strategy. But you can read it yourself at whitehouse.gov. It again was released last Friday, late afternoon. I want to I share with you the fact that the family is under attack. That the sacredness of being a man and the sacredness of being a woman is under attack. And it's under attack to do one thing, destroy the family. That's it. This is the most evil plan I have ever encountered to destroy the family. Some organizations like BLM have that in their manifesto to destroy the family. This is now going to be implemented by the federal government through our banking systems and ESG and through everything else. It will touch every aspect of your life. So I'm going to go through a few things that are true. And if you disagree with them, well, then we can still be friends. But I don't think we're on the same side. You may be fighting for the wrong side. And I, I want to share what I hold to be self-evident truth. I'll give you 90%. 95%. Agree in 95%? Great. Let's fight together. If not, we should part ways. 60 seconds, I'll tell you. So if I cornered one of your kids or your grandkids right now and said, why is it so important we have the free market? What makes our way better than any other way? Would they know how to answer it? Would you know how to answer it? Whatever you're doing, I want you to take a minute today and order the Tuttle Twins and the Miraculous Pencil. It will teach them and maybe you about the free market, how it works and why it is so incredibly important and how it benefits everyone along the chain in a fun and entertaining way. And it will leave lasting knowledge about how the world actually works. Tuttle Twins. These books are an absolute household necessity. I have them for my kids, my grandkids. You should, too. We must plant these things deep into our kids, into the next generation. 
Now there's a 35% discount off the books, plus they're giving away activity workbooks at no additional cost. That's a big discount off the normal price. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com to get the discount. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane in a crazy world. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Now, if one of your objective, uh, one of your objections to what I'm about to tell you is that there is no God, um, see if you can work around that objection. Uh, I truly believe there is one and we need to implore him for his help. But if that is your objection, see if you can't get around that to go with all of the other truths that I'm about to speak. All human beings, male and female were created in the image of God. They were created for a purpose, male and female. Each, each has a divine nature and a destiny. Gender is essential characteristic of that eternal identity and its purpose. You were born a male or a female for a reason, and there are only two genders. God commanded at the beginning to multiply and replenish the earth. And that still should be our goal. It still is in effect. And procreation and the powers that it takes to procreate should only happen between a man and a woman who are lawfully wedded as husband and wife. (sighs) Have I gone too far now? Which means that because that is a sacred power to procreate and it should be happening between a man and a woman lawfully wedded as husband and wife, it means that that life that you create is divinely appointed and thus all life is sacred and abortion is murder. Husband and wife together have a responsibility to love and care for each other and their children parents together have a sacred duty to rear their children in love and righteousness to provide for their physical and spiritual needs and to teach them to love and serve one another to observe the commandments of god and to be law-abiding citizens wherever they live that is the responsibility of mothers and fathers and they will be held accountable if they fail to discharge those obligations the family is sacred it is the basic fundamental building block Thus, a marriage between a man and a woman is essential to not only God's plan, but to the universe. Children are entitled to be, in, to be born within the bounds of matrimony, to be reared by a father and a mother who honor their marital vows with complete fidelity. And happiness in family life is found most likely in the following of the Judeo-Christian values and principles. Successful marriages 
are established and maintained on principles of faith, prayer, repentance, forgiveness, respect, love, compassion, work, and wholesome recreation. As a dad, I am responsible to provide the necessities of life and protection of my family. My wife is primarily responsible for the nurture of our children, but we help each other on both of those things as equal partners. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't special cases. Of course there is. And extended families should lend support when needed. But the disintegration of the family, the destruction of the family, will bring upon us as individuals, our communities, and our entire world calamities beyond your imagination. That's why I believe family first. You must stand up for these principles first. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, it's better than having a uh, real estate agent when you're trying to buy or sell a home. Having an entire team of people with that real estate agent. I mean, when you have an t- entire team, somebody that, you know, when your real estate agent says, hey, you've got to get the roof fixed or you've got to get this fixed or you should change this, that they know who's the best in your area is and they can get you on the phone uh, and they can help get it done. This is this is a real estate agent with the best practices and they have an ali- a lineup of people and places that you can contact in order to get things done and done right. And then they're aggressive, driven to take your home buying or selling experience to the next level and make sure that you end up precisely where you want to be, how you want to be at the end of the transaction. Well, that real estate agent can be found at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. We vet these people. We watch them. They don't work for me. And this is a free service to you. They're just people that we feel have the best practices and can help you in your area. Whether you're buying, selling, or both, call them now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, don't forget Blaze TV, a very important special this Wednesday night. Become a family member. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. I've said for years that I think it's going to be this audience and especially alcoholics in the audience that will save our nation. And I say that because the 12 steps apply in anything in your life. It doesn't have to be just alcohol. You know, there's the steps. I'm just give you two of them today. The first one is we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. The second is we began to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. So what do those two mean and how do they apply? First of all, AA works. It works. Stanford science writer described AA as the most effective path to giving up alcohol. It, it, it works and it is the go-to around the world. You were called incurable before Alcoholics Anonymous. So what is it? Well, it is the self-empowerment at the same time the 
the uh, balancing of the self. You have to admit you're powerless over this. And it's the hardest step, I mean, other than not drinking, to admit that you have a problem because you see yourself as somebody who is not an alcoholic. You see yourself as not somebody who's a bum in the streets. You, you, you can't be that person because that person is too weak and you're not that weak. And so you try over and over and over and over again and you fail every day trying to stop and you can't do it. And a lot of times you will push all of these things under the rug you know, you well, no, I mean, everybody has a drink now and then. I, this was my excuse. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't drink before 5 p.m. I was hammered every night from 5 p.m. on. But I went to work sober-ish. <laughs> you can't. You can't admit that everything that you have done and thought was true is not, and you can't admit it. For instance, we're going through this right now. Right now. We are refusing to admit that our country is at the end, that our country has all kinds of problems. And we've had these drinks at cocktail parties, and they've been pushed by the bartender the politician, they've been excused by our really bad friend, the media. It was like, ah, you're not an alcoholic. It's not going to happen to you. And we bought it. So the first thing we have to do is say, America has a real problem. And I'm part of it. Okay, that's step one. See that we have a problem. Can you admit we have a problem and that you're part of it? The next step, step two, is basically accepting that you're not God and that maybe there is a God and maybe that God can help you. And AA is very, very uh, clear on God. But let me let me explain. You have to admit that you are not God, and that's not as simple as it sounds when you believe in God. You believe that God determines the truth and there's only one truth and it's God's. And all you can do is try to figure out what that truth is and how to apply it to your lives as best as you can. Right. But today in America, we have my truth. It's not a joke. We've joked about it for a long time. It's a creed. And we need to understand that many people including young people believe truth is like beauty it's in the eye of the beholder they believe that truth can only be extracted from personal experiences and feelings they think truth comes from inside of them not without personal truth when you have personal truth the only way you can really find answers is to find them in yourself and that makes you your own god. You can you can write people rights or take them away because you know the truth and the truth is personal because you found it within you through your own personal experience. For an alcoholic I mean, this is a problem because we genuinely want to drink. 
that's the truth of my personal experience. If I had a bottle of Jack Daniels and I didn't know who I was right now, I would be drinking like there is no tomorrow. When you crave something so horribly, you are an addict. And that addiction becomes the prevailing truth. And that's why to overcome your addiction, you have to look for the truth outside of yourself. It can't be defined by your own personal experience because all your personal experience has led you to is your addiction, your destruction. You can't be God. And by saying that, it requires you to humble yourself, which is the biggest theme of AA and honestly why it works is because it creates humble people. And it's scary. I mean, whether you recognize it or America recognizes it or not, they, they, we have begun to see ourselves as gods, God who knows everything. Because we don't have all the answers. We're not God. And when you realize you don't have the answer, this is where it gets really frightening. Because you now realize there are things outside of your control. You can't control anything. And that is a scary place to be at first. That's why people tune to their own definitions of the truth. Because they, they are seeking out one truth. That one truth. That reminds them they're in control, but they're not. And if they're not in control, who is? This is where the important definition of God comes in from AA. It's very vague. God as you understand it. The God of your understanding. The specifics of God are less important than surrendering to the idea of God. Which, which is basically saying, I'm putting my sword down. I'm not God. Something bigger than me is God. A lot of Americans aren't willing to do that because it's, it is, it's become the source of so much of our discontent. We, 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 we have to find why people won't take that step and listen to them. Because you can't scold an addict out of whatever they're addicted to. We are never going to be able to scold the other side into understanding and leaving their religion. Because that is what it has become. A, a worshipping of the planet. A worshipping now of a god that is the government that can print up rights. Most, most alcoholics will tell you a story about someone in their life who loved them enough to tell them the truth and then stick around for the consequences. That's how you have to approach your friend, your neighbor, your child, your parent, co-worker, who's clinging on their own version of truth. We have to be honest. But we also have to do it with understanding. 
Americans are just like alcoholics because we all are. We're addicted to something very, very bad that is destroying a nation that has really become a very functional alcoholic. But at the end, functional alcoholics, they either die or they get better. But people are terrified of the truth. And that's why they're running from it, especially young people who are running from the truth of their own bodies. A young girl says she's a boy. What she's really saying is the reality of who she is is too much for her. She wants to escape it. Well, I understand that feeling because that's what drove me to alcohol. You don't want to live in reality. It's hard in reality. And life can be really cruel and tough, and there's nothing you feel like you can do about it. So you cling to your own truth. We're so afraid of not being God of our reality. That's why it's so personal when you question if someone's truth is true. Because in essence, you're asking them if they're really God. Do they really think you're God? And we really have to understand where they're coming from, genuinely. Because we have to find those who want to stop drinking. We have to find those who who don't know what to do, but know that they're trying to solve this, but everything they do doesn't work. We have to reach those people. With the understanding that we can't change the country either, but we can change ourselves and we can we can help others see the truth, the real truth. Basically, you're asking them to come home. And no amount of shouting is going to do it only. You're only going to come home if you're reminded of how good it feels to be home, how good it feels to do good. How good it feels to love someone. How good it feels not to be angry all the time. Coming home is really scary. But it is the only way forward. Back in a minute. This past week, the uh, chief economic advisor at Alliance, uh, Mohammed El Arian, gave a stark warning about inflation. He told Fox Business that he doesn't really agree that it's transitory and investors should look forward to another year of at least high and persistent inflation. So at least high and persistent. What does that mean? What's left after that? Well, Jack Dorsey uh, talked about it this weekend. Uh, hyperinflation. <laughs> if you didn't see what he said, I wonder if he should be banned from Twitter on that kind of misinformation because the Fed says that's not coming. May I a- ask you, please, call Goldline. Find out if gold or silver is right for you. Right now, they have a free platinum special. This is the last week they're offering it. If they have any left by then. Um, get your financial house in order. Goldline is currently giving away at no cost one tenth ounce platinum coin with a qualifying order of graded $5 gold Indians. They've never given platinum away because of its value and demand. 
but you can get it now at Goldline. It's 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. I want you to do your own homework and find out if gold or silver is right for you. But protect yourself against runaway inflation. 866-GOLDLINE. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Let me go to Graham in Oregon. Hello, Graham. Hey. How are uh, you? Good morning, Glenn. Uh, How have your past two years been? <laughs> great. 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 Yeah. yeah. So uh, I started my uh, basically background as a Marine uh, back in 03 to 07. Uh, started contracting for DHS in 2010, got a job with Federal Protective Service in 2015. Just uh, about a year and a half ago, I uh, transferred over to ICE. And um, so then I uh, start my morning with my daily reminder that uh, my time with the federal government is coming to a close. Uh, they've gone so far as to put an infographic on the DHS main webpage with the image of a syringe and a countdown clock counting down days, hours, minutes, and seconds to the uh, mandate deadline. Uh, uh, where is that? That is on the what website? Oh, that's uh, the, the homepage. So when I log in, that's where I get access to all my, my uh, web tools. So like my Holy web uh, TNA, time and attendance. Uh, you know, employment, uh, EAP, uh, all of, all of my, doc- it's the main page. I, as soon as I open up the browser, uh, then of course, uh, I've got the what's in the news feed, which, uh, of course assures me that it's a myth that if you have already had COVID-19, you don't need the vaccine. Mm, yeah, no. Um, down at the bottom of the page, I've got the find a vaccine tool that has been added to the web page. Uh, then we so got are you, the uh, so, so are you, are you staying with ice or what, what is your plan? Well, my plan is uh Semper Gumby, just always flexible. <laughs> um, saw this coming a while ago. As soon as, uh, as soon as we got the word that, a that an official tracking system was established and they created a web tool, um, uh, you know, for tracking all of this like oh okay so this is not temporary this is going to stick around and it started off and said hey uh join our opt-in reporting program so like oh okay so it's opt-in then it's opt-out and then it's mandatory so uh you know i prepped the wife years ago that being in a position of a enforcement and authority um we'd have to contend with potentially leaving everything uh someday if i was ever asked to do something that i wasn't yeah going to do so we enacted that plan uh this summer and uh we're getting out of our house actually we sold the house wow graham i have to tell you i I, uh i i respect you uh for your bravery thank you for your service 
And if you're moving, uh, may I suggest Idaho or Texas? Only <laughs> because I, there's the places where I live, and I would like to be surrounded by neighbors exactly like you. This is the Glenn Beck Program.